This is The Little Things That Matter The Most, the podcast where people from all over the world share what it is that's helped them get through trying issues. What may be seemingly unimportant to one person just so happens to be the little things that matter the most. I'm your host, Jake Stanley. Let's get into it. going to get right into it with our guest all the way from the UK. We have Jessica. Jessica, welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody has this, this, this thinking that England's always raining, it's always cloudy. Is that the case? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Although today, there's a little bit of a sunshine happening. Really? Yeah, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to make a big deal over it, but I saw it. Well, hey, if 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 I lived there and it was always gray and there was sunshine, I might make a big deal of it too. No, I know, but then you could jinx it, and then it would never never reappear. Oh yeah, don't want to do that. No, no. One of the things we were talking about before this is some of the things that, particularly in your life, that have kind of come into well i dealt with your mom you said Mm -hmm. so could you expand on that so as far as your mom goes give us a little background um so i am one of three children and i'm the middle one so i was always already doomed because middle child's like it's the worst place to be (laughs) so i hear And we will always talk about it too. And I think when I came along, there was, I don't know what was happening when I came along, but for whatever reason, um, I didn't grow up with a really close bond with my mum. And don't get me wrong, like I had a roof over my head, I had clothes and I was fed and I went to school. So Mm -hmm. those things, priority, I had everything that kind of the textbook says you should have, but I didn't have the nurture, like the affection. Or in fact, as I talk about it and ramble, she's never said that she was proud of me. And I don't think I've been a massive failure. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm, sure I've, I'm sure I've done a couple of things <laughs> that are quite cool. <laughs> um, so, you know, think, yeah, things like that were missing. And it's not because she wasn't able to do those things. It's just, for me, it wasn't a thing. So, yeah, that kind of sums it up, I think. Okay. So that's kind of the background with that. Now, you said it, it kind of has sort of affected... Obviously, uh, something like that is going to affect somebody and can for a very long time. I mean, just the development of a person from starting from a young age, you just grow. And when you don't have certain things, then it can affect. So you said it affected you within, even into your career, you said? Absolutely. I think that that is what has it's been in the in the background of absolutely everything I have ever done. And I'm able to say that now as I'm older because I'm I can reflect 
and I've studied and, you know, work in a field where these things are, are happening all the time. And we talk about, um, like horrific circumstances for children that are neglected and physically abused, but the emotional side and the nurture side can, can still have such an incredible impact into how you develop. We go through stages where our brains are developing and they're at crucial points of development. And if something is missing, then it changes the way we see the rest of the world as we grow. And, and those things don't become apparent until you find yourself in situations as you grow up and you think, why can I not get that right? So relationships, for example, if you've not experienced a loving, nurturing relationship, you're then not going to find that as you're older because you don't know really what you're looking for. So you end up with these huge red flags that are wafting around and you think, oh, they look nice. <laughs> and off you go. <laughs> I like the colour red. Love the colour red. <laughs> no, but you, you're not going to know that that's um, an issue until you get there and by which point it's a bit late and you're already in a bit of a mess. So it's, it can be really difficult. Now, what do you do for a living? And you said that you deal with that at times. Mm-hmm. I um I am a behavioural psychologist um for young people between the ages of eleven and twenty four. Wow, that yeah. is cool. You know, right? That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, well, unfortunately, you can't diagnose me because I'm past twenty four. <laughs> I'm only twenty seven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, no, that's stone. <laughs> that's that's in weight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the metric system. It is the metric system. <laughs> so that you've definitely seen things uh, and dealt with things, and it just makes more sense. Now, personally, for you, in this case, what are some things that have helped you keep going and, and keep a more of a positive aspect where you can at times? Um. This is really tricky for me because I have so much to be thankful for, but I also know that I have, in my job, I've maybe neglected to take a minute to look at the impact of things personally. So my I get great satisfaction over seeing somebody else be okay or hearing that somebody I've worked with has laughed or smiled or got into the college that they wanted to. And that is my feel-good thing, but it's not really personal because it's, again, it's a deflection. So I would say I think the reality is that we can become so wrapped up in the day-to-day, the nine-to-five, that we forget to express gratitude for the little things, which still doesn't really answer the question. <laughs> but I, but I feel like I did really well. <laughs> I feel like I tried really hard. And so, with your permission, I'm going to make something up that I would recommend somebody else do to acknowledge the little things. Okay, and that sure. is um, something really, really, really simple gratitude is such a precious thing that we forget to do all the time 
And something that is super useful is to get, do you know post-its? Yeah. Post-it notes, like sticky notes? Yeah. Get a stack of, they don't have to be post-its. They could just be scrap pieces of paper, whatever you've got. And at the end of every single day, no matter what, write down something you've achieved or something that's made you feel good that day. So for me today would be waking up to the sunshine because that made my day. So, and I smiled at that. So I would write down that I smiled at the sunshine. It could be that you got out of bed, which we all do, but some days we don't because the day is too hard. So we write down that you've got out of bed. Anything that you've achieved, you write down on a post and you stick it on your wall right next to your bed so that in the morning when you wake up and you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you just can't do you today, you look and you see that yesterday I felt like that, but I still got out of bed, I smiled at the sunshine, I listened to my favourite song or, you know, we've got that reminder that we can still do it. And they are little things. They are really little things. We're not putting on a post-it note that you've you've saved a guy or you put out a fire. They're just the little things that, that meant something to you throughout the day. And that constant reminder of achievement and happiness and positivity is a great way to not only reflect but to just to keep that momentum going beautifully said it's really true and that's the thing it's interesting to me that people you know we get so busy and Mm -hmm. it's bogged down by so much that many people don't stay grateful uh we take Mm -hmm. it for granted you said it best we take it for granted and so therefore you just you can't recall Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you, I mean, rhetorical question, but how many times have you heard uh, somebody complain about something, but you know, maybe just today's not a good day. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause yesterday was fine. You know, mm-hmm. there is a lot to be thankful for. Like you said, waking up every day, have a breath of fresh air or mm-hmm. breath of air. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. Now, sure, let me ask yeah. you this. You said that you you came up with the suggestion to write it on Post-it notes pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you personally do this? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, yes, I do. Always. <laughs> How did you come up with this, though? So that is something that I would recommend somebody do. So I would... Um, somebody who has got a lot of anxiety, who's never in the present. It's about being grounded and putting yourself in the, in the present moment so that we're not missing anything. So for somebody who is constantly like a million miles ahead and just making really poor decisions and things like that, I would, that's some, that's maybe like a resource that I would recommend they try to just ground themselves. Have you thought of this before? Or did it just come on the spur of the moment? Oh, no, I I, I use this. Yeah. It's like a tried and tested successful method. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I, I made it up originally. Like, it's my thing. I don't think anyone's copyrighted that idea. No, 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 no. Wait, can we copyright it now? 
let's see. Hold on. Let me make a note of Can we run? Copyright. <laughs> statement of post-it notes. Can we have something running along? Like, if this is unsuccessful, please do not. <laughs> Ford on not media does not want any part of this. To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Uh, I think that that is very beneficial to people, to anybody of any walk of life mm-hmm. to, to keep that in mind. You mentioned that your mom, you know, not having the nurturing mm-hmm. love that most would hope to have from their mother figure in the house. How has that affected you since you also have children of your own? Um it has it has completely flipped on its head because I suffocate them with love and affection. Mm, <laughs> that is the <okay>. truth. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, and they are they know every single day that like if I ask them who loves you more than anything in the world, they will say that it's their mum or who is your biggest who is your number one biggest fan it's mm. always me because i am and <laughs> yeah. i will drill i will drill that into them because the thought of them ever feeling anything less than that absolutely rips me apart so yeah they are they are the absolute center of my world forever that's that's how it should be i mean i think i think every um, every mother would feels that way about their own, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And it could have gone the opposite way because I always said that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have children until I had a Porsche. <laughs> and I don't have a Porsche. <laughs> and I have children, like something went wrong somewhere. Um, <laughs> I ended up then feeling so, I think when, when I got a bit older and I realised that, this isn't how it should be. Like my grandma played a huge part in, in the nurture side for me. Like she kind of swooped in and like her warmth was so infectious and it, that's what planted that seed for me. And thank goodness, like I had her because she showed me what love was and, and, and how to be like a mother figure. So I guess it worked out okay, but, but then. It could have gone the complete opposite way, and I could be driving around in a nice Porsche. No, yeah, I'm not. What color? What color though? Not (gasps) red, I hope. Not red. (laughs) (laughs) A black one. Okay. I mean, I like yellow, but as a car, don't know if I'd want that attention. Yeah, that would definitely draw the attention. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Now, behavioral psychologists. Yes. Though you stated that it's certain ages you work with. Mm -hmm. If you can base everything off of how we've interacted and everything here, could you tell me some things that you've noticed about me? (gasps) Just in this conversation. (laughs) Just in this conversation. Yes. In this conversation... That's difficult to do just yeah. this conversation. Yeah, I know. I would say, I see this is really putting me on the spot because I know. 
It's very difficult based on just this conversation. Um, you're just your general observance and uh, maybe some conclusions you can kind of base it on. For example, how I use gestures, when I use gestures, the way I laugh. These are all things I'm sure you take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm sounding like I've done this before. Based on based on my experience with myself. <laughs> it's like I would say I'm crazy. <laughs> I would say that although you portray and are very good at expressing positivity and what is this? Go life. I love life. Oh yeah, thing. okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I feel that this energy is dwindling and I feel that you therefore are trying to feed off other people to refill your own positivity tank because maybe methods that previously worked on a personal level may not be as effective anymore or maybe things have changed slightly in your environment meaning that it's harder for you to get that energy for yourself so you find by talking to loads of other people and exploring people and their stories and their their lives that maybe you would find some fulfillment from that. I don't even know where that came from. I love the way is you just express the ending there. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> that just all came out in a big blur. Wow. Well, I'm just going to say, uh, never had somebody break me down like that before. Wait, but accurately or like so, so off? (laughs) Yeah, you're either accurate or way off. Yeah, I will say the exact same thing you said. Uh, Because honestly, (laughs) I think if you were to break most people down, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't admit things if they didn't feel. Well, you yeah. know, you have a measure of pride, yeah. you have a measure of uh, not want, just not wanting to accept certain mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and that's a protection um, thing. Oh, Everyone's entitled to protect their little safe space. For sure, for sure, for sure. Is that who I really am? I guess we'll never know. Find out next time. Find out next time on MASH. Huh? <laughs> oh, wait, wrong show. My bad. <laughs> I just, I've just thought of the thing in my head. Do you know what? I am absolutely the, the littlest thing that, that makes makes my absolute life ten million times better is laughing. Just, and I don't mean like a, you know, like when someone replies "ha ha," but their face is like. They don't mean haha, or when someone types LOL, but their face is like this. They were not laughing out loud. I mean, like a proper belly laugh. 
when you face crunches and and you snort a little bit by accident like yeah. when you, yeah. you you know a proper giggle that is the best thing in the world and i i laugh all the time i've noticed i d- but like it's a good thing <laughs> Really? You must be a very healthy person. I love it. I find, I'm so sorry, I find everything amusing. Do you know when you was at school and you all had to be quiet? You You were that kid? No, just don't look at me ever because I will laugh. Like instantly I will just laugh in the most awkward situations. But that, find something funny. And actually, we're so fortunate now that we can watch funny videos of funny, just funny things. It takes two seconds just to get on your phone or whatever. And in fact, I have a playlist of funny videos that on my worst days, I will go and there's one video that guarantees. And it's so old now. It's quite blurry but i know it's just brilliant it's just the best thing well i think you've said exactly what it chimes with a lot of all of us i think but a lot of people again might take that for granted you know uh always look for things to laugh at laughter is not only contagious but it's it's healing positivity so is it so is i i feel i've got the giggles now just, just thinking about that video because I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking about just funny things that happen, and I feel giggles in in my tummy, like it's not wind, it's giggles, and then they just have to come out. I embrace that, love laughing. My tummy hurts. Let's take a look inside. <laughs> oh, it looks like you have a case of the giggles. <laughs> Yeah, there they are, floating around. <laughs> Ladies and release, gentlemen, release giggles. Them. <laughs> well, you heard it first. <laughs> is that the cheesiest thing? Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try saying that when you're laughing. I love it. Oh, it is contagious. So it is contagious. Corny. I love That's it. That's the Coyness. cheesiest thing ever. But it's so true. I agree, though. I mean, <laughs> it's funny how we laugh at the dumbest things sometimes, and yet mm-hmm. that, that just makes you that makes you happy enough to, to get through certain yeah. parts of the day. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome how we are created, how we're designed, how a human body is designed. Something like that, laughing. I know. Makes, and it cheers you up and makes you feel good. And it, I just want to thank you. Jess, for sharing and uh, being a part of something that may inspire other people. A lot of good suggestions that you have. I'm going to try to use some of those myself. Go get my post-it notes. (laughs) And laugh at them. (laughs) And I will laugh at them. And while I'm writing them. (laughs) I'd like to thank my mom, but not really, and my dad for this opportunity. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Yeah. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, 
please like, rate, or write a review. Would you like to be on the podcast and share with others the little things that matter the most to you? If so, reach out at jake at boardonmedia.com.